I could hear it. The dull, quick sound. The sound a watch makes when it's covered with cotton. I knew that sound. And it beat into me like a rage, like a drum beating a soldier to courage. And it grew louder and faster and louder and faster, louder, louder, louder. It was the beating of his hideous heart. Mystery in the Air in which Bad Mime shares with us the excitement of the great stories of the strange and unusual, of the dark and compelling, in this collection culled from the four corners of the world of literature. It's Mystery in the Air. Mystery in the Air, brought to you by Camel Cigarettes. Experience is the best teacher. Try a camel. Let your own experience tell you why more people are smoking camels than ever before. Yes, let your T-Zone judge your cigarette, and you can't go wrong. Your T-Zone, that's T for taste and T for throat, is your true proving ground for any cigarette. So let your T-Zone know about camels. Introduce that rich, full flavor of choice tobaccos to your taste. See if your throat doesn't welcome camels' cool mildness. Yes, try a camel on your T-Zone. See, if you don't say, like millions of others, Camels suit my T-Zone to a T. In the dim reaches of the early 19th century, a dark genius spoke darkly in the language of literature, of things and shapes horrid encountered in the labyrinthian ways of the soul. Generations who read Edgar Allan Poe wondered as they closed the covers of his books whether they would ever be done with his masked and misty visitors. Yes, it's true. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm, I'm very nervous. I have been, and I am. But why do you say that I am, I'm mad? Oh no. What you mistake for madness is only the extreme sharpness of my senses. Yes, and now they are even sharper than they ever were before. Now I can hear all things in heaven and earth, and I can hear many things in hell. How then am I mad? Just observe how calmly I can tell this whole story. Could a madman do that? Only it's impossible to say how the idea first entered my brain, but once conceived, it haunted me. It haunted me day and night. Motive? I had no motive. No, I, I love the old man. He never wronged me. I felt sorry for him. Poor, sick old man. I could not make one move without me, and I had to carry him and feed him bathe him. I always had to wait on him like a dog. You know, I didn't want his gold. No, I think it was his eye. Yes, it was an evil eye. One of them was like a vulture, 
a pale blue eye with a film over it. And whenever it fell upon me, my blood ran cold. Then I knew I must kill him and get rid of that terrible eye forever. But every night at midnight, I turned the latch on his door and opened it. Oh, so gently. And then, when I had made an opening for my head, I put in a dark lantern, all closed, so that no light shone out. And I thrust in my head. Oh, you would have laughed to see how cunningly I thrust it in. I moved it slowly, very slowly so that I would not wake the old man. Ah! <laughs> would a madman have done so? So clever as this? And then I undid the lantern cautiously. Oh, so cautiously. I opened it up just so much that one single thin ray fell upon that vulture eye. And this I did for seven long nights, but I found the eye always closed, and so it was impossible to do the work, for it was not the old man who vexed me, it was his evil eye. And then came the eighth night. Who's there? So, he's awake, at last, he's awake. Now, you may think I drew back, but no, never, never before had I felt the extent of my own powers. For one whole hour, I did not move a muscle. I knew he was listening, listening to the death watches in the walls, as I had done night after night. That wasn't a groan of pain. Oh no. That was a cry of terror that came from the depths of his soul. I know well how he feels. I know exactly what he feels. And so we waited and waited. Both of us in the blackness of the room. He knew that something was wrong. He could feel something in the room. But he tried to reason it away. He tried to reassure himself. No, no, it's, it's nothing. Nothing but the wind in the chimney. Nothing but a mouse running across the floor. Wind? mouse. <laughs> but I waited and waited and then I opened the lantern just a little, oh so little, until one single dim ray shone out. It fell right upon his vulture eye. It was open like the thread of a spider, wide open, and I grew furious as I gazed upon it. I saw it with the perfect distinctness, that dull blue, 
with a hideous veil over it that chilled the very marrow in my bones. I couldn't even see his face. I could not see his body. Nothing. Nothing but that terrible eye. For I had directed the ray as if by instinct precisely upon that terrible spot. I did not move a muscle. I held the ray directly upon his eye. See, I could hold it there forever. But suddenly, I began to feel something. His fear reaching out at me, and then I began to hear something. Oh, I, I told you what you mistake for madness is but the extreme sharpness of my senses. Yes, I, I could hear it. The low, dull, quick sound. The sound a watch makes when covered with cotton. I knew that sound. And it beat me into a rage. Like a drum beating a soldier into courage. I tried to keep quiet. Tried not to move. To keep the ray of the lantern on the evil eye. But his fears grew worse. His heart beat faster and louder. Faster and louder. 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 They will hear it. They will hear it beyond the walls. The, the, the neighbors will hear his heart beat beyond the walls. I, I must stop it. I, I must stop it. Stop it. <coughs> he is dead. His terrible eye will trouble me no more. No more forever. <laughs> Almost done. And it is done. See, it was so easy to put him under the three planks in the floor. No eye, not even his vulture eye, could find me now. <laughs> Mad? Me? <laughs> oh no. I was clever. I even pulled the old man's chair over the spot. See? Even the dust is sprinkled back on the floor. Yes, it is done. And now I am free. Free forever. <laughs> what is that? In a few moments, we'll return with the climax of tonight's Mystery in the Air when camels present Act 2 of Edgar Allan Poe's great masterpiece, The Telltale Heart. Do you know what these people have in common? Mildred O'Donnell, Cecil Smith, Dorothy Newstan. They're all champions of some kind, aren't they? That's right. Mildred O'Donnell, diving. Cecil Smith, polo. Dorothy Newstead, fishing. And they all say... Experience is the best teacher! Yes! Both in acquiring their great skill 
and in selecting Camel as their cigarette. These champs agree that the experience is the best teacher. Millions of other Camel smokers also agree. The experience of smoking any brand they could get during the wartime cigarette shortage, of comparing many brands, made smokers everywhere experts on judging the differences in cigarette quality. The result? More people are smoking camels than ever before. Experience is the best teacher. Try a camel yourself. The dark, shuttered, ancient house on the old cobbled street. Within, faint light of coming dawn casts pale shadows upon the ancient staircase, and the only sound is the creak of its elderly boards under the boots of the house's only living occupant. Oh, I'm... I'm tired. So tired. Yes. But now I'm free. I'm alone, and I don't have to get up in the morning. Yes. It's nice to go up these stairs slowly. So slowly. Because there's nobody waiting. Nobody asking, wanting, waiting. I'll lie on my bed and I'll sleep and sleep and sleep. But, look, I don't need this candle. It's day. The sun is coming and soon it will be bright and warm. What's that? Someone at the door? Why must I be afraid now? There's nothing to be afraid of. I'll open the door. I'll open it and let them in. Good morning, good morning. It is a beautiful morning to be up and on your way. I don't believe I know you gentlemen and the lady. The sun is in my eyes, and I cannot see your face. Oh, of course, of course. The lady who lives next door, my good neighbor, come in, come in, come in. Come this way, good people, sit down. Sit down, please. I will sit in the old chair. See, it is rickety and uncertain. <laughs> Good lady, you sit there and gentlemen take the wooden chairs. They are stout oak and you're so big. I don't believe, sir, that you know who we are. I, I, I don't. It is strange that you don't recognize us. We are members of the Watch. We patrol this street every night. Oh, of course, gentlemen of the watch. Yes, such good men who keep us safe at night. When I can't sleep, I hear your boots on the cobbles and the sound of your trenchons on the pavement and your cries of all's well. <laughs> How stupid of me not to know who you were. You are my friends. You are alone here, sir. Oh, uh, yes, uh, yes. Uh, but I don't mind it. I'm used to being alone. Were you awake last night? Oh, no. No, I was sleeping, sleeping like a baby. You heard nothing? No. How could I hear anything? Sometimes we are awakened by loud cries. Cries? Like the cry of a cat. Oh, no. 
No, cats cats don't bother me. I uh I like cats. I was awakened last night by a loud cry. It was more of a shriek. This lady came to us and told us of what she had heard. It was a shriek and it came from close by. It seemed to come from well from here. From here? But how could it come from here? Then you heard nothing? I what I but Wait a minute, maybe it was me. You, sir. Yes, that must have been it. It may have been me who screamed. I um, might have been dreaming. I have terrible dreams. No one else could have screamed. Who else could have screamed? The old man isn't here. The did... Did you think the old man was here? He went to the country. He's, he's been gone for weeks and weeks. It was me that you heard screaming. <laughs> Don't you see? It was... It was me. Don't... Uh, don't you believe me? Don't you... But... That's so silly. How could anything have happened to him? How could... Why are you looking at me? Oh, you can, uh... You... You can search the house. Nothing's been disturbed. Everything is the same. And if someone had screamed, like, they must have had some reason. S something was happening to them. Something terrible, of course, of course. And if it was me, if I should be guilty of something, I, I, I should be so calm. <laughs> I'm afraid we've made a mistake. We are very sorry to have disturbed you over nothing. He's... He's so pale. Look at his face. There's nothing wrong with my face. I'm not... I'm not pale. Am I pale? You don't look well, sir. I don't feel well, as I did when you came. Why does he sit there while we have stood? Sit here? Why... I am fainting. It's very clear why I'm sitting. <laughs> Is this in this old chair? Yeah, I, I like this old chair. I like to sit in this chair. What what are you looking at? There's nothing wrong. Nothing's been disturbed. See, the dust is still on the floor. I don't clean well. Yes, we're quite satisfied, and we shall be going now. You are satisfied now? You see, if I was guilty of something, I should not be so... <laughs> so calm. <laughs> I should not be here at all, should I? I, I it is very funny. It, it, is it not? Wait. Please wait. There's something about this man that I do... No, 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 no. There's nothing. It's a, it is my head. I was just shaking my head because I kind of got a headache. Um, it's too bad you had to come today. I'm so sorry. I can't see you to the door, but there's something in my head. It's a ringing. It's a ringing. And you're staring at me. Looking at me. Oh, you can hear it too. Oh, that's good. You can hear it too. And you're laughing at me, shaking your heads at, in time with it, mocking me, hearing it louder, 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 and you're laughing. 
laughing at my horror. <laughs> you can hear it. Beat. 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 Stop. Stop. It's true, I admit it. Tear up the planks under this chair. It's the beating. It's the beating of his hideous heart. Each week, the makers of Camel Cigarettes send free camels to servicemen's hospitals from coast to coast. Because that sounds like a safe thing to do. This week, the camels go to Veterans Hospital, Castle Point, New York, USAAF Station Hospital, Marchfield, Riverside, California, U.S. Naval Hospital, Newport, Rhode Island, U.S. Marine Hospital, Norfolk, Virginia, and Veterans Hospital, Hines, Illinois. Among the millions of smokers who enjoy camels are many doctors. When three leading independent research organizations recently asked 113,597 doctors, what cigarette do you smoke, doctor? The brand most named was Camel. According to a recent nationwide survey, more doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette. 